Welcome back to Priority Pastor. I'm Darren Ride, and today I'm going to share with you the audio version of a video I produced for the 12 Church Ministry on the whole issue of pain while we're engaged in ministry. Like, how do we continue in ministry when we're experiencing pain or surrounded by pain, immersed in pain, uh, working with people in pain? How do, how do we do that? Here are some thoughts. Enjoy. Thanks for jumping in today. Can we engage on mission with Jesus when we're in deep pain? Hi, I'm Darren Wright from 12 Church, where we're trying to figure out how to be disciples who make disciples in this place and in these crazy times. My mother died in August of 2020, not from COVID, but probably because of COVID. She was in the hospital was unable to have very many visitors. We couldn't go visit her. And as far as I can tell, she just quit eating and decided enough was enough. And I know that story is not unique. A lot of people had relatives and friends in hospital that they couldn't visit and some died alone. And there's a lot of pain, a lot of anger that can be wrapped up inside of that kind of an incident. It wasn't until just recently, two years later, that we finally had a family get together to have a memorial service for her. And then just a week or two ago, we did a graveside service, which we attended via Zoom to actually lay her to rest. Two days after we had that first memorial, I found myself in a denominational conference where right in the middle of the morning, kind of in and around and before business meetings, they had a service of lament. And as this was the first denominational gathering like that since before COVID, there was a reflecting on the challenges of the last few years and all of the all of the the pain and disappointments and things. And I was already on one level at a stage of, you know, enough is enough. Let's quit rehashing the past and move on. Let's let's get on with it. But I engaged in this service, in the music and the reflections, in the Psalms of Lament, and found it incredibly significant. I found the timing was was absolutely ideal for me, and it seems like it was for a lot of people to process some of the events of recent years, and for me, some of the events of the recent weekend where we had that memorial service. I'm sure that our experience, both in our personal lives and in our group, has not been radically different from that of a lot of people's circumstances. There's been a lot of pain in these past few years. Out of our initial group of about 10 people, three of them lost parents. And that was not counting my mom who passed away just before we got going with our group. There were a lot of cancellations of celebrations and opportunities and holidays and trips that really were deep disappointments for a lot of people. In addition, there were the usual work and family and marriage crises, all enhanced and amplified by the reality of the larger cultural challenges. But the truth is, we could actually say that there has always been and there always is a lot of pain going around. The particulars, the specifics, the context is different, but there's always a lot of pain going around. In fact, one person has said, life is pain. And if you're like me, you might react to that initially and say, oh no, that's, that's not true. Life is great and life is good. And that's true as well. Life is woven through with pain. Pain is a defining factor of life as we know it in this time and this place. Yes, I believe John 10, 10 is true, where Jesus says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I've come that you might have life and have it to the full. And I understand that eternal life, a right relationship with our creator starts right now. However, we are in that already, not yet. 
where we have received eternal life. We have been saved, but we have yet to be fully saved. We have yet to receive the full promise. There is still a hope in the future for us. Truth is, even life at its best right now isn't heaven. This isn't heaven. And death or its threat is always present. And because of that, pain is always present. And sometimes that pain gets intense and overwhelming and paralyzing. So how do we engage on mission? How do we make disciples when we're in pain? Can we do that? Should we do that? Or does the presence of pain in our lives mean that we have a reason to withdraw, to be absent from mission until we deal with that pain? While there are certainly seasons of intense pain in our lives that rightly cause us to withdraw from our normal routine and withdraw maybe in some measure even from mission, it's very clear if we reflect on the reality of life as we know it now, that if we were to withdraw from mission until our pain was fully dealt with, until we didn't experience pain, we would never re-engage in mission. Let me say that again. If we wait till we've got no pain, we will never engage on mission. And so the reality of life, life on mission, being a disciple who makes disciples, is that we are doing it in the midst of pain and through pain and surrounded by pain, our pain and the pain of others. How do we stay on mission while we are in pain? Let me share with you three thoughts, three, three nuggets or three discoveries about doing ministry, living on mission while in pain. First of all, pain helps us identify with those that we are seeking to reach. It helps us identify with them because they're in pain, often intense pain, and they're in a pain that doesn't contain the hope of eternal life, that doesn't contain the present comfort of the spirit and the body of Christ. And the fact that we too experience pain, even though we have all of the benefits of salvation, allows us to identify with that very real human condition. There's a saying that strength alienates, but weakness endears. What that means is that when we have it all together or pretend we have it all together or pretend that our life is perfect, people can't identify with that because they don't have it all together and their life isn't perfect. And so we've got to get over the, the idea that as Christians, we've got to pretend everything's just perfect because, you know, if you follow Jesus, everything's just great. We've got to get over that and be honest, even with those we're seeking to reach, that life isn't perfect, but we're living this life and we're walking through pain with the presence of the one who walks with us and died for us and offers us a hope. You may have come across the idea that, that leaders are better leaders when they lead with a limp. Same idea, that leaders who have been hurt, that leaders who have experienced pain in their lives, in their leadership, make better leaders because they're better able to empathize with those they're seeking to lead. Along the same lines, I have to say that disciple makers are better disciple makers when they make disciples from the place of imperfection, from a place of pain, from the place of a limp. A limping disciple maker is a better disciple maker than someone who's got their act completely together and has everything figured out because the truth is none of us do. And so recognizing our pain, acknowledging our pain does help us identify with those we're seeking to reach and it helps them identify with us. A second principle for engaging in mission well in pain or well acknowledging pain is that we, we need to honestly process our pain. We need to deal with it. We don't just ignore it. We don't pretend it's not there, but we take it out into the light appropriately and we deal with it. And the way we deal with it 
is before God, certainly, before others, sometimes receiving formal counsel, but dealing with that pain, certainly not by ignoring it. In my first little book I wrote many years ago, a book called Release, A Wilderness Adventure of the Soul, I talk about harnessing our history, you know, learning lessons from our past and bringing them forward into the present. And one of the lessons, one of the, one of the ways of harnessing our history was to process our pain, to recognize it, to admit it, to deal with it openly. And yes, to appropriately process our pain may require us withdrawing from the ordinary rush and flow and routine of life and ministry in some measure, but it's temporary. And we process that pain and come to an appropriate level of wholeness and you know, understanding and recovery that we can then re-engage fully. I've experienced that myself. Experiencing a level of trauma that, that paralyzed me in many ways, made me emotionally uh, completely frozen, was able to process that with God's grace and come through. The circumstances didn't change. The pain and the reason for the pain wasn't, in many ways, is still there. However, there is recovery and there is grace and there is a way to move forward despite that. We need to process our pain. Thirdly, and this is a part of processing our pain, but it goes beyond that. We need to share our pain, share our story with those with whom we minister, those who we are walking with on a journey of mission with Jesus. This shows up when we gather together and share and pray with, with each other, where we share our prayer requests, our real needs without apology, maybe again and again and again, sharing whatever the issue is, whatever the Lord is with others, not trying to carry it ourselves, allowing them to come alongside us, allowing them to intercede from an understanding of what it is we're facing. This is a part of being in a community where we rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And sometimes it seems we're, we're maybe more willing to share the good stuff, the rejoicing stuff, and less willing to share the mourning side of things. Well, that's part of being in Christian community. That's part of being on mission together. Partnership in the gospel. Walking with others on mission includes sharing of life. The word partnership, the word fellowship means sharing sharing of life, doing life together. And that means doing life together. That when there's something that is distracting me, that's heavy on me, that's hurting me, appropriately in the right context, in the right way, I let others into that so they can walk with me through it and lift me up in prayer and lift me up with their words of encouragement and their wisdom and sometimes their actual practical, practical help. So to recap, pain helps us identify with those we're seeking to reach, helps them identify with us. We need to appropriately process our pain and we need to share our pain with those with whom we minister. So let me ask, what is your greatest pain? Maybe not the greatest pain you've experienced, but the greatest pain you're carrying right now. What is the hurt that is present there right now? A disappointment, a broken relationship, a fear, maybe a physical pain or, or some concern for the future that you have. What is that pain? Have you processed it appropriately? Have you shared it with the Father? Have you shared it with some trusted others? Have you shared it, if necessary, with an actual formal counselor? Have you shared that pain? Have you shared that story on an appropriate level with those that you're seeking to reach? Do they understand that you are a part of the human condition? Have you allowed them in so they can identify with you? That's part of building a relationship. That's part of building a friendship, which is the avenue for the gospel. Remember, strength alienates, weakness endears. When people know that you have challenges, they can identify because they've got challenges too. And are you open with those with whom you're engaged on mission? Maybe even with those you're seeking to lead. Do they know the pain you faced? 
Do they understand the load you're carrying? Are, are they aware enough to intercede for you in a focused, specific kind of way? I think it's the CEV translation that puts it this way. We often suffer, but we're never crushed. Even when we don't know what to do, we never give up. In times of trouble, God's with us. And when we're knocked down, we get up again. That's a story of dealing with our pain. Not forgetting it, not pretending it's not there, but walking through it, processing it, allowing others into it, and carrying on with Jesus on mission. So I encourage you, process your pain. Allow those on your team, those in your ministry circle, into that. Allow them to carry the load and see how the Lord will harness it for His purposes in you and those whom you seek to reach for your good and for His glory. Thank you.